breaking news. Biden reported that when his eyes are closed, he can't see. The Kate Daly Show starts now. But in any case, the, the hypothesis that I want to put forward, the economic migration out of South America is cloaking a migration of largely military age Chinese migrants who are motivated by something distinct from they're not fleeing the CCP. It's not obvious that they are uh, concerned about the view of the CCP. It appears that they are actually facilitated by it, that they've left China with the knowledge of the CCP and that they have joined this migration, which we now try to talk about as one thing. But if it's two things, that will confuse things. Welcome, Kate Daly Show. I'm going to take this first segment and let you weigh in if you want to. Uh, the number to call in if you're li- listening live right now is 888-673-1450. And of course, you can do that. Um, but I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you because on every front, I know that you probably listened to the interview <laughs> with uh, Biden and with uh, Tucker. And you might want to weigh in on that. One comment Putin did make was, hey, and I'll play the uh, the Dr. Peter McCullough interview, too, in this hour. But I wanted to give you a chance to call up because I had a couple of thoughts about that interview. Um, number one, I felt like um, I felt like the, so. So Putin put out this thought, like, why are you worried about our border? Worry about your own border. I realized that he said, I realized the United States pretty much they own Ukraine. So it's like a substation there but why don't you you have enough problems at home and it was a great comment um that i hope people take to heart and here's the deal he came across very rational and wanting to to obtain some peace and saying look this is this is land that was part of russia and we're willing to make agreements but agreements were um obviously um you know not kept from people like you guys, meaning the USA. And so he came across very reasonable and very um, articulate and also explaining the history of Russia. And I think he did that so people would understand because most people don't know the history of Russia. So I have a couple of thoughts. I liked the interview. I thought that it was, it was good and helpful and informative. If I was looking at big picture and I was skeptical about the interview as far as it as far as maybe looking at the chess game of the deep state, if they didn't want you to see this interview, they would not have let it play. <laughs> you would not be seeing it. I know we think that people are, you know, total renegades out there in that leave mainstream, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that if this is the case, that there was a reason we got to see this. Maybe it's coming to a close soon. I don't know. Zelensky kept talking and keeps talking and talked before the war about building a smart country. And he's been quoted recently about in talking about this said smart country that he cannot wait to build. And so the rebuilding of that with the money that's being sent over there would um, would need to facilitate pretty quickly because according to what Brandon Brandon Smith was talking about was these deadlines, you know, 2030 is coming, right? Agenda 2030, which we've talked about for so long, all these things are coming and they want us in these little 15 minute cities. So could that be happening? We're seeing now kind of facilitating an end to that possibly, or 
the rebuilding happens, all the government contracts start to go because I just don't think things happen by accident. And I think there's a reason that we saw this. There was a lot of truth in there. You could say Putin was lying about this or that, or maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. My gut feel in the conversation that I listened to, the interview that I listened to, was that for the most part, he was being pretty sincere. Um, and that came across. And I'm highly skeptical. So, I mean, that still came across to me. Um, and if you look at the history, I always have to look at the history and the actions, right? You have to look at what's happened. And for 80 years, we've been told that they want to rule the world and they haven't tried to. So I can't ignore that. I literally cannot ignore that. It would be dumb for me to ignore that. You've got to look at what has actually happened. There's been a lot of fear porn, but you have to look at the results. And the results are they have not tried to go after everybody, okay? And they never did try to nuke us. And all the fears, because I can go back to all the articles through all the years I've been on air, and it's always about that. They're going to nuke us. They're revving up the nuke. They're, the nuke is in lock position. They're, they're ready. And I'm like, and it still hasn't happened. So that tells me a lot. It should tell us a lot. We have to go by what has actually happened. Okay? So that fits into analysis, I'm sure. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, hi, Kate. Hi. I, I just wanted to tell you that I completely agree with you that I think Putin was extremely sincere. And I've been following a channel that um, talks about Putin and uh -huh. their experts in Russian history. And they have contacts in Russia. Uh, they visit Russia. Um, and I, I, I actually think Putin has done a very good job for his country. And if anyone, like, knows anything about his speeches... This man will talk for five hours, <laughs> yeah. and he'll he'll talk, and then take questions from yeah. the reporters and mm -hmm. the people, whatever you know, for another two hours. Right. So so he's a he's a prolific talker. Which if if Carlson had really done his research, he would have known that mm -hmm. that that isn't a filibuster. He's right. a very careful. Right. Yeah, you're right. Thinker. Mm -hmm. so you're right. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Really appreciate the call. Um. I, and I would I would give it a look. I really would, because he described a lot of agreements and things that have happened through the years. And so there was an interesting point in which he talked about um, Russia taking down the, the Soviet Union. And there were just a lot of things said in timelines that you might want to have a look at. And I think it's really important to take all that information in and think about it. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, hey, Hi there. Hi, good. Go right ahead. Yeah, so um, that interview was really, really interesting. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me mm -hmm. was um, when Tucker, you know, was talking about why in the world, like, don't you just use your propaganda to manipulate the, you know, storyline, the narrative, mm -hmm. change mm -hmm. all this up. Mm -hmm. And then he blows back at Tucker and says, well, you know, the American media is yeah. basically the amazing... And, and I can't sold. compete with that. And I thought, oh, honey, <laughs> you have been at this game since you have been KGB. Mm -hmm. You have infiltrated America. When, 
when Tucker and he were discussing whether or not he wanted to take over the world, mm-hmm. he's not going to do it by force. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for the last 50, 60 years, infiltrating all these different avenues in American society, and it's paying off. He's laughing up at his sleep because his plan's working. Mm. So the one thing that really I thought, you know, he's the king of propaganda. He is the king of uh, this covert operative operation that's been happening with American communists forever. Mm-hmm. So he's very, very smart, obviously. Mm-hmm. He knows how to play a good game. I'm not going to trust him as far as I can throw him based off of the fact that he throws people who disagree with him off roofs, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep, yep. Um, but it, it was interesting to hear his methodology of, Ukraine is ours because it was ours in eight, 800 A.D., <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. all of along those lines of, well, we rightfully own this land. It's ours, so we want it back. Yeah. Um, so, so there's different pieces in there where he was very sincere. He was very genuine, and he's very methodical, and he's patient. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that, you know, you give him credit where credit's due, this mm-hmm. is the long game, and we are seeing the consequences of his long game. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. I uh, appreciate it. I love all the different stances. I I had a thought while I was watching it, and if I was going to play deep state chess, <laughs> okay, and look at this big picture, why would we be, why would the CIA want us to see this? Um, because there was some truth told by, by Putin in some of this, and, and so I want to make sure I say that, because there was, there was truth told. And you got to see a a different side of Russia, how they think and operate, okay? And yes, we are the, our country has been doing a lot of things in other countries, and we did take over Ukraine, and that's not, I don't know how widely known that is. Um, We talk about them as an independent country, but we coordinate their moves, and we fund them, and we money, money launder there. So, so he was pointing that out. So there was a lot of truth told last night. And so does this move us to the right. Remember how we've always talked about moving to the left and moving to the right. And about every eight years, we, or four years, depending on the elections, we, the, the, the overall stance is to move us to the right. So we're seeing Biden fumble. We're seeing Biden be delirious. We he can't finish a sentence. The dementia is coming out. His team is throwing him under the bus. Then we see a very reasonable Putin. We see a very reasonable, well thought out, hey, I'd like to make a negotiation Putin. Is this an attempt to move us to the right? When I say that, you might go, yay, to the right. That's good. Mm, Good, except that it'll get used against us. Okay. So that's why it's not good in some ways is as we, as they, and I'm on the right. So I'm still saying this. They move us to the right. They move people on the left to the right. Okay. Because there's an agenda by doing that. So every four to eight years when they sort of swap parties, there's different agendas afoot. And it becomes a very, on the right, it, it's a blank slate sometimes for the war budget, isn't it? Or it's a blank slate for certain things that we'll ignore on the right. So trying to be analytical about it and non-emotional about it, are they? does this interview move us to the right? Because the consensus after this interview will be, well, Trump can work with him and we'll avoid World War III. So that thought crossed my mind, and I'm just sharing that with you because I think it's important to kind of tell you how I've been feeling, you know, or what I'm thinking during during these interviews, if it matters. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Got 30 seconds. 
Hi, Gate. Hi. Hey, two weeks after Russia moved into the Donbass mm-hmm. region, mm-hmm. I found out that Poland had joined NATO. Mm. And I'm like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a really bad idea. Right. Unprovoked? Mm. I think not. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, so, look, there's a lot at play, and we want to think we're always the good guy, and we aren't. And we have to come to terms with that. The country is good. See, leftists will tell you the country is bad, okay, too. No, the country is good. We are a good people. We, we have an insanely wonderful constitution, okay? It's amazing, the foresight of, of principles that's contained in that, if we could just obey it. But what the CIA and intelligence has done, and Putin pointed that out, as well, and he was right, with the, and he was involved in intelligence too, KGB. But what that does is that has created something in our name that's been going on a long time that we would not approve of. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Hey guys, if you love this show, Please follow this advice. Go text Birch 989898 and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you. Okay. They're going to help you with gold backed security in the money you have out there. Okay. And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 989898 and text my name, Kate. Thank- This is the Kate Daly Show. Yeah, I'm back. How are you? Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Uh, KateDalyRadio.com for all the SoundClouds. Information about the show, um, everything is at KateDalyRadio.com. So go grab those SoundClouds and share those, please. And um, also, just please text uh, Birchgold989898 and text my name, Kate. There's some great financial information there for you, and it's free. So what you waiting for. <laughs> um, I love information and I take in a lot of information and Birch Gold did an article today talking about Jerome Powell um, begging, begging about the economy and, and that's a problem. So check that out at birchgold.com, but text 989898, text my name, Kate. I'll take a few calls. Sure. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. This is Mike. Hi, Mike. Go right ahead. What's on your mind? Hey, um, just continuing the Putin mm-hmm. um um, you know, in defense, okay, first and foremost, at the end of the day, he's communicating, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I've, I've only listened to the first hour of that interview with Tucker. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you really want to binge out, you can go back. Um, Oliver Stone did a series of interviews with him, with mm. Putin. Um, you can go find them. And there, it was hours where he was talking uh, with Putin. Of course, this was all before the Ukraine situation. Mm-hmm. Sure. But – um. You know, if you look at just anyone can look up a map and just put in NATO bases around Russia, mm-hmm. it'll shock you. I mean, they're everywhere. He is, Russia is basically surrounded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, just like we were talking about with the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm-hmm. um, we're not going to allow that or anything in, in, in Mexico or Canada or whatever. Right. But um, I would say that if there's kind of a nefarious mm-hmm. – um, agenda they might be trying to connect people that are against biden mm-hmm. um with the pro-putin yeah um yeah 
people, you For know, sure. and, and mm-hmm. kind of making right. anyone that would agree or be sympathetic mm-hmm. with, with what Putin was saying mm-hmm. or is saying yeah. as, you know, we're, you know. Like, we're, uh, we're and, and about, like, well, and he was pointing out that there are real Nazis still, uh, that party is still going, and yeah. they were running and, and have hero status in Ukraine. So he was pointing that out, and Tucker tried to say that, well, um, no, that was 80 years ago, that's all gone. No, he's like, no, that's alive and well. And so um, in this country, they try to turn us into neo-Nazis here. But they actually do have them, and they are real, and they are uh, over there as well. So... Interesting. Yeah. And I, and I thought, you know, when I said moving to the right, what I meant is how do they utilize a Trump presidency, the deep state to their, Mm -hmm. you know, goals. Right. So there's always the, the back and forth team A, team B utilization. So I just, correct. you know, and and if you go back historically, JFK Mm -hmm. was talking to, and now for whatever reason, I can't remember Khrushchev. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of back-channel communication going on yeah. between JFK and Khrushchev, and and you know mm-hmm. again they're trying the, the 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 warmongers are trying to head it off at the pass that if Trump does get back in, and he wants to have actual communication with Putin mm-hmm. um, to you know to to tamp down to wind down mm-hmm. uh, this this potential conflict, they're already trying to demonize that in the biggest way they can, yeah, right? Right. Right. And the last thing I would just say, you know, mm-hmm. communication is key. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you're having a, a dispute with your neighbor mm-hmm. or with with anything, with countries, if you're communicating, True. you're going to be much less, you know, apt to yeah. fight with them, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with you. And it was a solid point, for sure. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, love yeah. the points. I really do. Um, there's a lot to be made in this. Um, but it was an interesting, it was a, a really interesting um, interview because I think people will learn things about geopolitics a little bit more, that there's a lot more involved. We tell the, we tell the tale of U.S. politics only in this, and we always try to make ourselves look like we're the only ones doing what's right and everyone else isn't, and that's not true. So I was kind of glad to see it for that particular reason. I thought that it was good. And yes, I think that caller was right about pinpointing and and saying that, oh, these people are a group of, and you know, anti-American, pro-loving Putin people, right? Because it did come across insane that you're a leftist and you don't even want to hear what he has to say. You don't even want to hear a conversation. Who does that? Only an idiot says, I don't want to hear that. I'm going to, my ears, you know, that, that should tell everyone volumes about where they're at with it. Because usually the case is they want to hide something. So they don't want people to listen to a conversation. We're not talking about getting in the, in, in, in front of a firing line. We're talking about wording words. <laughs> so they don't want people to understand. And could he have his agenda and propaganda? Of course he does. Of course he does. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying that there were a lot of things said that I've researched and I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's true. So that was interesting. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. 
glad you uh, can call up. And I want to extend just a, a you know a little bit of time here for you to call up and let me know what you think because it was a very um, timely, interesting interview. So Tucker and Putin. So if you haven't seen it, you can grab it right on YouTube. But it's long, I'll warn you. But it actually goes pretty quick though. So I thought it went pretty quick. Um, but I was I was really interested in in what he had to say. And then I will play part of Peter McCullough's interview. And I will also post the entire Peter McCullough interview so you can listen to it um, without any interruption as well. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah. Hi, Kate. Hi. So um, I, I just two things real quick. Mm-hmm. One, the Chinese are masters at espionage. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that keep spreading the misinformation about Russia because they don't want us to be together with Russia. Mm. Russia shares a border with China. So it's in China's interest to keep us at war with Russia. Interesting. And um, okay. obviously Biden's a Chinese puppet. Mm-hmm. And um, the only other thing is, is the ones that have, the ones that took the Nazis in at the end of World War Two were us. Mm-hmm. When um, we brought in the um, SS Gestapo on Operation Paperclip, yeah. put them in, in the OSS and that became the CIA. Yeah. And people forget that history. So true. And it's um, yeah. It, it, and the CIA has been operating under our name. Mm-hmm. as Nazis creating problems throughout the world. They're just trouble. Yeah, and also so, NASA. Um, they became a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So. What, what's they, that, Kate? Yeah, they became NASA, too. I mean, they, they were put into NASA like Warner Von Braun. So many of their, you know, many of the, the villain that we were told that we were going to war against became heads of things in our country that can't be explained. I mean, you, they have never explained, you know, why these people infiltrated such high posts in our country, unless you understand how Nazism has kept going, right? Yeah, and, then, and people forget that Bush's grandfather was laundering money for the Nazis during World War II. And, so, and then he was the head of the CIA. I mean, there's just all these connections. I'm, yeah, and, I'm um, with you. It, 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 anyways... Yep. So this is Dana. Thanks Thank so much you. for hearing appreciate- what I had to say. You got Have it. Have a nice weekend. Thanks, Dana. You too. Appreciate the appreciate the phone call. All right. Trying to get all you guys in. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Got several points, and I'm sure. trying to hurry through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the caller is wrong about the last caller on one thing. Russia and China is a tactic they've used it. They used it in the 60s. We, mm-hmm. The media, establishment media, kept saying they're at each other's throats, and we knew they weren't. And then Vietnam came along, and Korea, Korea and they were allies. Russia is a military ally of Red China. Uh, people didn't accept that. Uh, you had this call later called in a little earlier, and she was absolutely correct. And I, I hope people will look into the facts. I, this is a statement you will never, probably never hear from anybody else. It would have probably been better off if three or four uh, nuclear bombs, uh, hydrogen bombs, uh, uh, were uh, blown up here in America, blew up some of our cities, maybe killed 10 million, 20 million people, than what the, the communists, what the conspiracy did instead to America. Uh, the, the, first of all, Everybody needs to learn their history. The uh, communism has always been an element of the new world order crowd. It's been it's one of their wings. It's one of their uh, tentacles. Uh, the new world order wasn't even discussed to any extent up until the mid '60s. It was the communism. They were the ones that took over our government. That lady was right. They've taken over our government. They've taken over the media. They've taken over the churches, largely unions, schools, colleges, every opinion molding institution. In 
America is controlled by the New World Order, by the communists. They're the one in, essentially one and the same thing. Uh, Putin. Putin is a mass murderer, and he admitted it. Did you hear the Chris Wallace interview about five, four or five years ago? Yeah, I murdered, and he was unrepentant. And his argument for murdering, other people murder too, so what's the, what's the difference? Why are we supporting a mass murder? And he tortures people to death. It just doesn't murder. Uh, the, uh, all the deaths in uh, Ukraine, how do we ignore that? Um, and why you ask why the CIA might be promoting him? Because he's a member of the dialectic. We have to learn the dialectic. If you learn history, you can see it. He has been promoting the New World Order left and right agenda all over the place. Regional government. He's uh, talked on both sides about COVID-19 as being real. Climate change. He's talked out both sides on that. Uh, he's advocated the New World Order, and he has said the greatest tragedy in the 20th century was the collapse of communism uh, in this, uh, the, the Soviet Union, is how he said it. Uh, he, right. he, I wish I could yeah. sit with you, Kate, and go over an interview. I've listened oh, to interviews of no, him for 25 that. years. I appreciate that. You have for years. I mean, you know, Mark's called into the show for years. So I, I get it. I'm looking at all sides. Um, there was a reason we were allowed to see the interview. I get that. There's, he was in the KGB. I get that. <laughs> so I, I'm trying to understand, too, um, we've got globalists, not just communists, but globalists at the helm now. And I do have to look at the 80 years in which, yes, they could have infiltrated our government and did. Okay. Um, you've got the globalist doing that. So however you want to paint that communist, globalist, whatever. But I also, I also think that we have a situation where you have to also look at Russia. You know, have they gone after us as we promised they would in just about every single article <laughs> since I've been on the air and then going back 80 years, um, that's always been used as, as, you know, a threat. Uh, a fear porn, right? To take away our liberty over here, but it's never actually happened because we could pretty much trounce Russia. <laughs> so that hasn't happened. Do I see a bigger chess game going on? Do I know that they got money from the WEF? Yes. Do I see that he um, attends a lot of the same meetings and, and all of those things, the G7? Yes. And there's a lot to unpack. I think it's complicated. Uh, there was some sincerity yesterday that I saw last night that I saw. And so I'm relaying that to you. And I'm also saying, look, that was my gut, but also the fact that, um, we have used this as well. The deep state has used the storyline. Okay. That's all we heard about when Trump was president was he colluded with Russia <laughs> was the most obnoxious storyline for three solid years. Right. So there's a lot there too. Um, if you look at the whole chess game, I could have a couple of different points of view on it. I realize the control mechanism. I realize that people have conspired. And so I'm not new to that. I know that. And I understand that, that there are people too that blame Putin for everything. And then there are people that adore him and treat him like a hero. I don't think it's that cut and dry. I think things have changed through the years too. And so I try to be analytical about all of it is, is really what I try to do. I try to 
go with my gut and also really look at history and say, okay, what has actually happened and what was the, what was the fear porn? And I think there's a lot to say about that in this. If you can't say that that country is out to get us all the time as far as in a big threat, um, but we keep utilizing that threat, then something's at play there. I'm not talking about infiltrating in a, in a way of, of putting people in government here and, and what have you. But I, do, I, do, I don't think it's so black and white. I really don't. And now we're at a, a strange time. And so I think that we saw that we, we were allowed to see this. They would have buried it. You know, they would have done something to make sure that the people over here didn't see this. Um, but we did see it for a reason. And whatever that reason is, does it benefit Putin? Is he propagandizing? Could be. Does it benefit, um, does it benefit the narrative? Because if you've noticed, they're throwing Biden under the bus. A lot of people are talking about um, they're going to try to move Kamala up and Kamala takes Michelle in as, you know, her candidate of choice. And who knows what happens to Kamala. And there's lots of game theory going on right now about what's coming, especially in May with um, Michelle Obama. Who knows if that's going to happen? They did that last time, too. We talked about that last time in 2016. But I'm trying to be as analytical as I can be about it, also reflecting on history and saying, OK, what has actually happened and what hasn't? They were arming that border. So there were things happening that would have provoked Russia. Russia didn't, I don't think, went out for a fight. They did not go out for a fight, okay? Aggressively, I think it was provoked. Lots of labs there too. Be right back. Hey, Dallas. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. I really appreciate the calls. I, I like all. I like the points of view. Okay, I might not agree with every point of view, but I hear people out, and I really like to take in the information. I really do. I do a lot of research. You know that, and I'm always, I'm always reevaluating and looking and and learning. I get it. So it's always great to be able to do this, right? I love this, um, that we get to talk about this and analyze it. That's what this show is for. Um, so I want, we were talking about prepping earlier with Brandon Smith, and I wanted to share this uh, part of the interview with you from Dr. Peter McCullough. I'm going to put up the whole interview because all of it, I promise you need to listen to because he covers a lot of ground. Okay. There's a lot of ground here, but I asked him about ivermectin. And um, I think ivermectin is something everybody needs in their arsenal. And he was suggesting a compounding pharmacy because a lot of pharmacies, for some reason, well, you know the reason. They won't touch it. I mean, it's amazing, but true. So <laughs> give me a break. So here he talks about um, he talks about ivermectin. And so I just wanted to play this for you. And the whole interview will be up, of course, on katedallyradio.com tonight. You can go grab it. The SoundCloud, please share it because it's an important interview. It covers a lot of ground, like I said. Here we go. A compounding pharmacy, and they're mm -hmm. going to do it. But ivermectin is just very handy it's it's out of all the drugs, it's the safest drug, you know, okay. safer than Tylenol. Right. You just don't get the GI upset. Don't have problems. My mom's in a senior home, and when mom got COVID for the first time, mm -hmm. my wife shuttled over McCullough protocol, 
And we decided to use ivermectin because my mom's got a real sensitive stomach mm -hmm. and we we're worried about. So yeah, mom's got the McCullough protocol. And of course we can't go in and see her. So we're, we're trying to check on her, right? Oh my gosh. And, uh, and, and every day there's always a little confusion about the medications. So, so at, at one point in time, I just said, mom, get the bottle of ivermectin. And then she goes, it's all gone. What? And, and so she she accidentally had a little overdose, a senior oh, no. overdose of ivermectin. But the point but it's is, safe. she's perfectly fine. It's totally safe. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that safe. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I love that. Would you use that for what people are calling long COVID? We do yeah. for some long COVID syndrome. So a common one is if there's what's called this bronchiolitis obliterans with organizing pneumonia. So a, a kind of a, a sterile pneumonia, the chest CT and chest X-ray are very abnormal. Mm -hmm. Patients are short of breath. Uh, there, we can use ivermectin now for about 90 days hmm. straight. Okay. Um, another syndrome that's ivermectin responsive are the cutaneous syndrome. So there's um, there's like a sloughing illness that people develop. Uh, and this can happen after the vaccine. They become like a, there's one man, I met him one time, he's called the snake man, where his skin is sloughing. Hmm. I've had a couple of patients come in my office where they, they walk in and literally it's like snowflakes coming off their body, their whole body. This has happened after the vaccine. It is responsive to ivermectin. It mm. works. Well, but again, go. 90 days at a full dose. You okay. know, a big man could be 60 milligrams, a middle-sized person, 48 milligrams. Uh, so we need a compounding pharmacy. Mm -hmm. And what we use is we use the ivermectin capsules, which are compounded in 12 milligram capsules. That's the way to go. Not to dink around with these little three milligram right. tablets. Right. I have those. Um, the, the bigger ones. Uh, so have any of your views radically changed from 2021? Has anything changed that you've said? The, and that biggest, the biggest change, and this happened when I went on Joe Rogan and mm -hmm. everyone made a big deal about it. Now, Joe Rogan, I set all the records, even beat he Elon did. Musk. He's yep. still envious over this. Um, <laughs> I but love it. The big change is in 2020, all the way through nearly the end of 2021, natural immunity was nearly perfect. So once you had COVID, once I had COVID, I didn't care. People can cough in my face. I couldn't get it a second time. Mm -hmm. It was that good. I advised uh, countries on this. They started to run out of masks. I said, get your COVID recovery people out there and taking care of others. And it worked. Um, but what happened in December 2021 is the Omicron strain came in and it could infect people who already had COVID. And to a considerable degree. Now we understand you just get it over and over again. But the Omicron strain was a breakthrough. It also was the biggest jump in mutational status. We had gone from wild type to alpha. We never really had beta uh, in the United States. That was in South Africa. Gamma was in Brazil. But we did have um, alpha and then delta here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I do have a lot of questions about the variants, as you know. Um, have always had a lot of questions about the variants, the variants. But... Um, but I wanted to jump to this and uh, have him answer this as well. They're very different than a vaccine. And the FDA pamphlet, it even said the COVID test had no COVID in it because there was a question and answer. It said, is there COVID in this test? There was no COVID in it. So how do they test for COVID with no COVID in the test? Well, the, the tests, are, they have what's called PCR, preliminary mm -hmm. chain reaction test. Mm -hmm. And they're just testing for four different little samples mm -hmm. of the genetic code. So what's called primers. So they look for a little sample of the envelope protein, a little sample of the nucleocapsid, a little sample of the spike protein, and like mm -hmm. a fourth sample for um, uh, for what's called an origin of um, of, uh, of of replication, I believe, or origin of assertion. But um, the the point is, 
they're not sequencing the entire virus. Now, the CDC sequences the entire virus. So the CDC labs, the bottom line is PCR gives you a rough idea, you know, is it there? If there's four, mm-hmm. four different spots, it's probably there. The antigen tests are largely antigen tests uh, that are testing for, you, you know, the, the virus, basically, the spike protein. So uh, um, I've always been a fan of just doing both. Since the tests are so abundant now, if someone, t- quote, tests positive for COVID with PCR, why don't we just confirm it with the antigen test? Mm-hmm. And the PCR tests, the manufacturers never listened to the CDC. The, the CDC said don't run above cycle thresholds of 28. Otherwise, we keep spending the test. We're going to get false positives. The manufacturers took the took the th- cycle thresholds up to 45, and they didn't listen. So if we just would have been disciplined on the PCR and had confirmatory testing, so PCR and antigen, just like we do with HIV, we just mm-hmm. don't do the HIV ELISA test, we do HIV plus viral load. We, we would have, if we had confirmatory testing, we would have had far fewer cases, but we could focus on the sick patients. Mm. A person asked uh, from the audience, uh, long-term, uh, long-term damage, what kind of long-term damage uh, having COVID does to an asthmatic's lungs? Are you seeing problems with asthmatics? I've seen lung function go down. I had a patient like that today. I think asthma, COPD, mm-hmm. there can be a loss of lung volumes. Uh, it can get far worse. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this patient, you know what I sent her for is hyperbaric oxygen treatment. Excellent. Oh. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of that, hyperbaric. Uh, as you know, I've talked about it a lot on the show. Um, I think it does wonders for that, too. So I was in total, I was in agreement with that. And I do have a lot of questions about COVID and the variants. Um, 98 symptoms is a lot of symptoms. The variants, interesting. <laughs> Um, but, uh, coming and going so quickly. So you know how I feel about that. I also, um, I loved his, his information from here on out too. I asked a lot more questions. And then of course he was talking of just, you know, things to do, uh, things to have, but I do think that people should have ivermectin on hand. And right now is a good time to maybe get that (laughs) to maybe, um, to maybe get that. And so, he has a website. He's got a great medical website, actually, uh, that has a lot of benefits uh, going for it. And I really love it. Um, and I also, um, uh, wellness, a wellness site. Peter McCullough, all you do is Google that. But I love that. Uh, I love points of view. And um, he, he answered a lot of questions, too, in addition to what I've played. So I'll put the whole interview up on SoundCloud. And, of course, be faithful, be fearless, have a great weekend. And just take some time. Breathe. <laughs> We got all this. We got this, right? We're going to do the best we can with whatever's going on. So have a good weekend. You need a good weekend. I do believe. KDallyRadio.com. Thanks, you guys.